Yo, what's up, everybody? What up? Episode 97. 97. In a minute. Featuring the man, Jeff Howard. Thank you for joining us, everybody, in the live chat. Awesome to see everybody. I like the Thank first comment. The first comment was 1131 by Eric Cohen in the, in the live chat. Oh, wow. That's right. Maybe That's we'll right. get some B&E &E &E stuff. Who knows? Well, like, you have to oh, stay tuned and find out. Yeah, we've had some, we've had some, a uh, lot of times with our guests, our very special guest as always, but this is an extra special guest because we spent a lot of time with him um, throughout those years. He spent a lot of time in New York skating with us back in the Be Unique days, um, which was a very special little era of skating. So, and he's still yeah. ripping and gone on to do such different things in life. So it'll be cool to like get into everything. Hell yeah, definitely. It's a... Uh... Definitely one of our super homies from the back in the day. So definitely cool to catch up. Oh, I, I always love these episodes, catching up with the, the super homies from back in the day. Yeah, it'll be nice. Um, episode 97, though, before we get into anything, I'm just going to do a quick spiel. Uh, please, if you don't already, this might be your first episode. People who have watched it have heard it before, but please follow us on all of our social media. Go to our Facebook, give us a like. Go to our Instagram, give us a follow. Go to our YouTube, hit the subscribe button and the notification bell. So when we have one of these live shows, it gives you a notification and uh, you can stop what you're doing. And if you have the time, you can check it out and listen to it live. Uh, we have a iTunes. Give us a five-star rating, please, and write a review. And we also have a Patreon. You could be a Patreon for as little as $1 a month. And if you do that, we have all this extra special content. We've um, been doing Rewind. No, Rewind is our thing, but we've been doing Inside Outs. We've been doing trick tips. We've been doing a bunch of fun things. Pro sections, three pieces. Uh, yeah, three commentaries pieces. or pros. Yeah. Cool. We might even it's do some of those with our, well, our guest today for our, our Patreon. Yeah. So stay oh, tuned for that also. That. We got to do we that. Gotta, we we gotta didn't mention that to him, but we're doing it anyway. Fuck it. Yeah, we definitely got to do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so please. Uh, and if you uh, can just, you know, comment, like, uh, subscribe, share. All that stuff helps get us in the algorithm. So thank you. It's been a minute since I've done the spiel. We were pretty busy for the month of uh, Sorry, May. Sorry, that, that, so. was, that was my fault. Work work really got the best of me this, this month, but we have a lot of catching up to do, which we will get into starting off with this episode. But along the line of the Patreon, cool. we want to thank our new Patreon supporters for this month. Uh, Alex Gray, Jamie Z, Sean Stevens, Tobias Wilkie, Dylan Bond, Bohale, and Jeffrey shoots so shoots or schultz i might have forgotten an l on that one but thank you all so much for your support luckily those were kind of easy names this week <laughs> i yeah. hope I, hopefully i didn't botch uh many of those up but thank you all for your support maybe the last and one maybe the last one yeah because it looks like i might have forgotten l when i copy and pasted that but i could be wrong jeffrey yeah, our, sh our, sh our show wouldn't be complete you know without yeah, at if least i botched one. your name yeah exactly yeah. well jeffrey s <laughs> thank you so much for your support and thank you everybody <clears throat> Yeah, um, shout out to our patrons. And also, just today, a new movie came out, a new skate video official. It's the official Sunday Brunch crew. It is free. just came out today. It's on YouTube. Oh, it's free. It's I didn't on, know that. I thought it was a VOD. No, it's free. So, mm. yeah, check it out. Really good video. Really fun. Bunch of uh, sections with the Sunday Brunch guys. Mike McMullen, Casey Garrity, Jeff Stockwell, um, Bellino, Brandon Smith, Sayer Danforth. So many people go through all the names Marcus Benavides go on and on and on but you guys yeah, know the crew such a sick crew yeah sick crew sick video really good music uh good vibes so check that out that's up on YouTube today and check them out on official Sunday brunch on Instagram the link is in the bio fuck yeah I gotta check that one out I can't wait I thought it was coming out yesterday and I was waiting and it wasn't out yet so I'll check it out tonight yeah. after the show 
Oh yeah, excited for that one. Uh, we yeah, also like to thank. Yeah, we also like to thank our sponsor for this episode, Blank by Rollerblade. They had a lot of cool stuff coming out in, in 2021, so stay tuned for them. Check them out. Um, follow them on Instagram. They have a link in our description, the YouTube video, to oh. give them a follow. And for the meantime, we're going to play this beautiful Blank ad for you right now. So check it out. Hell yeah, everybody. Check him out. Blank by Rollerblade. Like I said before, link in the description to give them a follow on Instagram. And stay tuned for all the updates they have coming in 2021. A lot of big stuff coming from Blank by Rollerblade. Thank you so much for supporting our show. Uh, Man, that last one was sick. Yeah, it was sick, right? Big old rail. Yeah, it's it's cool because that was a new... Uh, it's cool because I didn't get to see that one. That was a new one. Yeah, they made a... Cool a yeah, Taylor made a, a few new ones for us. So we'll be sharing them so we don't have to see the same ad over and over again. More entertainment for you guys. More new clips. Yeah. Get a little Very skating cool. with us. our show. And what? us, too. And us. <laughs> More entertainment for us. That was entertaining. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, did we tick all the boxes? Is that oh. it? Let's see. Spiel. I think so. Sponsor. Botching people's Jack names. Cool. Okay. Official. Yeah, botching we got people. it. Okay. Got it. <laughs> so, cool. I think I'm stoked to talk to Jeff. Hell yeah, me too. Everybody, please welcome our dear friend and guest for this episode, Jeff Howard. What up? Hey. <laughs> you got to center yourself again. There you go. Perfect. There it's, you go. It's flipped right. a little bit on the screen, so left is right, right is left. Yeah, yeah. We won't hold that one against you. Thank you for joining us on the show today, though, Jeff. Good to see you. Thank you. Thank you. It's always great to see you guys, whether it be in person or on the internet. Yeah, we haven't seen yeah, each other so, since, like, so Pow Wow, nice. right? Pow Wow? Yeah, Pow Wow. Yeah, the last one. That was a I good mean, one, though. We sure went out with a... not a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Not a lot of people have seen each other since then. So. That's but, yeah, true. That was a fucking. I know. Yeah. At least we went out with a bang in that one, huh? Right. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was the yeah. that was the beginning and the end. The beginning. But it's starting end. to pop off again. It's starting to pop off again. Yeah, so I know. Looking yeah. forward. Yeah. But um, thanks for taking the time uh, for joining us today. Appreciate it. And I'm actually yeah. really stoked to talk to you because, like, uh, you know, yes. a lot of people. We go back, man. We go back, we so go I'm pumped back. to get into some, I know. some of this stuff. Yeah, we do. We certainly do. We really do. Um, Dude, I was just telling, <laughs> I had all the boys over, like uh, all the boys from Minnesota over for lunch today. And I was talking, I was like, man, I feel like not many people have been to Staten Island as much as I have. <laughs> even people in new york haven't been to stan island as much as you even have <laughs> people in new york dude <laughs> you lived the here for a little bit pretty much i did man i did i stayed with franco for like a month you stayed with floor. me for a, like a, a week or two also i stayed with you on my a couple, floor yep yeah i've slept in you stayed with franco house. for a month yeah no a way month. before the ball for real tour <laughs> crazy the ball for real yeah, tour super, yeah yeah, I stayed with Franco for a month because I was in New York for like three months and then they left and I couldn't and I stayed in Franco's floor for a month. <laughs> Good old Franco yeah. always coming through. Yeah, right? Damn. Did you, what's your favorite pizzeria then from Staten Island? <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> come on. 
It's all it's brothers, of course. Brothers, of course. It's, it's always brothers brothers, squares. brothers squares. Take the ferry. Yeah. Take the ferry. Yep. Take the ferry. <laughs> yeah. Yo, so good. So um, good. Yeah, man. I, I the way you always used to say bagels, so funny. We used to get <laughs> the, the, yep. it, the argument. It's still funny. It's still yeah. We, it's we, we can get into that later. Bagel. Yeah. But we'll get into that later. We'll get into that later. But um. Yeah, Jeff, you know, super stoked to have you on the show. And I know a lot about you. We have a lot of stories together, which we'll get into throughout this story as uh, throughout this podcast goes. As I'm sure Austin does as well. But I actually don't know about the beginning of your skating. I know Minnesota has such a rich history, like everything from like the hockey connection, ice skating, like roller skating. And the Olsen brothers are actually up there from Minnesota. And Rollerblade was formerly of Minnesota. But how did you start? When did you start? I know you have some OG roots, but... Uh, where did it all culminate from? Where did where did it begin? Uh, hockey. Um, I've played hockey my entire life. Um, yeah, and then kind of fifth grade, sixth grade, like that was the the hot thing was aggressive skating, and so that's I kind of just like followed the trends. I mean, every kid in my my middle school rollerbladed, so that was that's literally it that like we all played hockey and then everybody on the hockey team aggressive skated and i don't know i built like my dad built some really cool rails so we always had people coming over to our house and we would just lay the rails out in the middle of the road um just it's like street hockey like pause wait till the cars pass and then bring the rails back out um but yeah dude just literally that's it just hockey and then the hockey players turned into aggressive skating and here i am 26 years 26 26 years after the fact yeah that's that's like some wayne's world shit cars right move the rails game on put the rails back what it was that's exactly (laughs) what it was (laughs) i also feel like back back in the early days there was a lot of that connection between like transitioning from roller hockey to aggressive. Like you would even see that in the movies, like in Airborne, they were doing like the mm-hmm. roller hockey and then doing the aggressive and and the the Mighty Ducks, which they did in you know the Mall of America. In Minnesota, and have, like yep. in Minnesota, yeah, they have they were like ice hockey, but they were like jumping off ramps and stuff. So I feel like especially in that time there was that connection, but I could see more so being in Minnesota. Yeah, absolutely. Especially like we didn't. The funny thing is, is we didn't really didn't even play roller hockey. Like it was all ice hockey. And then, like during the summer, instead of playing roller hockey, we we just skated. Like it was every day at at the Howard House, dude. It was sick. It was uh, you and your brother Joe skated, right? Was it? Yep. Uh, like, yep. 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 And then my older brother did a little bit, but it was mainly like me and my little brother. Yeah. And then the crew. I didn't know your brother really skated like that. Yeah. The all, all, both of my brothers did. (laughs) Actually, it was my older brother who was kind of the one that got me into it. Like it was like that he was like in, I don't know, probably like eighth grade or something. And then they kind of got all the younger kids in. And yeah, so it's kind of the hot thing back then. It's awesome. So, so what? Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Gad. No, I was saying it's awesome growing up. People growing up with their brothers skating because you always had somebody to skate with at that time. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's easier to push yourself that way. Yeah, it was. It, it was. I mean, my little brother's kind of a shit, but. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it was. We were kind of, you know, 
it was there was always that battle you have with your sibling but yeah yeah um i, I never experienced that but i've seen that between siblings like with the kelsos and yeah. stuff like that so i could that makes sense yeah that prime example but yeah, <laughs> yeah. um but yeah so that's when you started skating because people in your neighborhood started changing skating but like what was was there like a video something off the bat that you were like oh this is it this is this is what i do because there's something that happens between like skating and playing basketball and hockey in the neighborhood to like going on this path that like we've gone on to all like pursue skating and traveling and building parts for you know as you said 26 years yeah so what was like the introduction like to that to that um man i don't know i think i think it was like the fact that i had the rails and the boxes and the jumps all at my house maybe because i don't know i really like can't think of that like pivotal moment because i hadn't even seen a skate video till probably a year or two after i had started skating which was hoax too which even at that point was had been somewhat of an older video i think by the time i like finally saw a video vg4 had just came out so yeah it was kind of i don't know so I, I just it it just stuck like there was just something that just i don't know and then like of course like all these people just started quitting skating and i don't know what caused me to keep going but i just i just loved it i don't know i and like i was like very you know dealt with social anxiety so that part of it kind of just like made this sport that i didn't have to interact and play with people with you know so like i just had this thing that was mine finally hmm. yeah no no other people maybe to work with you. maybe that's it <laughs> you're your own person in skating very yeah. individual sport it could be an individual sport if you wanted to you mentioned like you had all the rails and boxes and stuff and people were skating that like when you started skating. I wonder how if that's different from place to place because like obviously growing up in New York, we didn't really do that. We just skated street and like what, what would make you even start to if you're just starting getting into skating to do rails and boxes rather than going skating street. You know what I mean? Because like that seems like the most natural thing ever to go wax a curb or go skate a bench at a park. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. Like, and like when it came to street skating, that like came after the fact, like quite a while too. I just, I don't know. I'm like, I can still just like sit and skate a P-Rail all day long. Like if I go to a skate park, all I want to do is skate the rail that's sitting on the ground. Like, I don't know. <laughs> that's there's, a... there's, yeah. There's not much to that story. It's just like, I just love skating and I still just, fucking love skating like nothing has changed yeah I, um i sorry yeah, no, I, was, uh, I was just saying no, I, I, yeah. <laughs> go for it go for it i went last time you go first this time i went first last time you go first this time okay um, <laughs> well yeah because i'll get into like my first uh, impression of you because like the first time i saw your stuff was the uh, urban royalty days and i don't know who your influences were or like what videos you were in before that but i remember in that video you were just doing the most this was before people were really doing drop rails and you were doing like massive drop kink rails and like these huge hammers and crazy technical tricks on like 
really steep rails, like monster rails. Like, where did that come from? Like, who was like your inspiration back then? Because I feel like that wasn't happening at that time. Not to um, that degree. Big jump from a P rail. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. it is, I guess. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think at that point is like when I started skating with the other guys. So like uh, Kevin Yee, the Carlson Wees, Farmer. Um, there's 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 Matt Jorgensen. That, so like there was that crew. And I guess maybe that was like my way of like proving myself or something. Maybe um, it just kind of like I think there's just like that the ability to be able to just block it out so like people probably were starting to skate drop rails and stuff and i wasn't scared so i think i just kind of like capitalized on that moment and the technicality of things came from skating the p-rails hmm. <laughs> you never got scared on those big crazy ones that no one was doing or like you didn't have friends trying to like be like jeff chill out or like hmm. anything like that you just I was nah, just... dude like it just i don't know man like it just i just took it into my own hands <laughs> i was gonna say like how does that lack and, of fear I mean, that, so like back then though you're like that was what you wanted to see you know and so i think i just i i like giving people something to watch like it's not this like complete personal thing that is only mine that i'm only gonna do for myself like Fuck that we all want people to see what we're doing that's like half of it's like a part of the reason that we do it at least sure. for me no that's definitely well, that's true that's why we film it you know that's why we yeah, film exactly it. like exactly exactly so i think you know it just like has it's just started back then you know just like getting hyped and I don't know. So Minnesota too, though we had, we still do have so many rails, and we have like so many kinks. I don't know why we have so many kinks, but we have so many kink rails, and we have so many drop rails still. That it's just, I guess it's the terrain, you know. Um, when I think of, you know, maybe even being in New York, it's a lot more flat. Um, you, you right. are, you're, you're like. You, literally besides like the idea of skating street you were literally skating in the street to get everywhere and california was these like schools with ledges and things and i don't know so i think it was just kind of the terrain that we were and the, the things that we were the, that was the hand we were dealt and yeah so and you know i mean sure you're scared when you're doing those things but if everybody i mean there's times where there were sessions at drop rails like it was just i think that was just like a normal thing here in minnesota yeah especially skating with the yeah. likes of like you know farmer and everything because i'm guessing when you were skating with farm and and the kai carlson lee and his brother um and kevin that was around the time when i think probably Chris put out that first online edit, like, you know, like that exactly. first online edit mm -hmm. that time. So the level of uh, competition was probably pretty high and you're a pretty competitive guy, like specifically like with you and Chris, like there was yeah. like, a pretty competitive oh, yeah. time for, for a while with you guys, right? Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't like, I mean, when you say competitive, it's like, I don't know, yeah, there's that, it, you feed off of each other. Mm -hmm. 
but then at the same time you kind of challenge each other too so i mean yeah like that like right after his intelligent productions piece came out was probably right when i started skating with him like personally like on a personal level and like i kind of joined that crew of people that and they called themselves snf skate and fight <laughs> and the carl the carlson we's had some like philosophical metaphorical explanation as to why it was called that but yeah yeah so they yeah they don't seem like the skate and fight guys (laughs) that's why that's where like the (laughs) the irony came in skating yeah skate and fight for what you believe in okay yeah something like that Yeah, growing up as like a a skater from Minneapolis is it's got to be tough because you guys have the craziest winters, too. And anyone knows who like follows Chris Farmer now and every winter he skates in the snow. Same thing with Brett Dasovic skates in the snow. So you guys are like built strong, you know, like I I feel that's a a characteristic of of skaters from the Midwest. We did that every year, every year, like skate all year round. Just that's just what you did. You stood at the top of a stair. We didn't even have run-ups because they're just like if they were even remotely like like weren't taken care of the sidewalks like that was then it just like accumulated and then you had ice and packed snow and we were kids so we just stood at the top of the stairs and like jumped on rails <laughs> like cleared cleared like a one foot patch of snow area in front of a rail land in snow you just that's just what we did and then for this year for the first time and i couldn't tell you how long i kind of quit skating in the winter because it sucks and i skated in negative 10 degree weather i've never even did that back then for that winter clash yeah when that for that winter clash uh contest we were we were trying to go for it dude we (laughs) we kind of got we got we definitely got fucked here in minnesota because it was negative 10 that whole weekend and we still just like try to make it happen you guys did yeah, good. It sucks. You guys yeah, did good for the Winter Crash thing, too. Yeah, it was pretty fun. That that was fucking awesome. What was your team? The Crow yeah. something or whatever? That was your team, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. The Crowberry Crushers. The Crowberry they, they Crushers. You, yeah, they wanted you to have a name that involved fruit. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just add berry to it, and that's it. You get <laughs> yeah, 60, yeah, exactly. 60 points like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what was it like with you guys doing that then in the wintertime? Because I remember it was it was rough here in, in New York. It snowed that entire weekend also, so it was tough to go yeah. outside. And um, I remember seeing you guys skate. There was like sl- like one of the last days, maybe it was like Sunday, it was like slush on the floor and stuff. So you kind of were able to oh. skate. But it looked miserable anyway. Oof. Yeah, we had a we had a scorcher on the last day. It was 10 degrees. <laughs> a scorcher. <laughs> yeah. uh, dude, that was so fun, man. Like even like so just like, I had like full on like snowboard gear on like there was I was like we are surviving this we are doing this like we made a list of everything that we needed to do we had we just bundled up layers I went out and bought like fleece lined pants to put over my normal pants and like yeah dude it was that was a crazy experience to just like push yourself at the age of 36 doing that in the winter and the negative I don't know, dude. That was so fun, though. Yeah, big props yeah, that, to all the guys. That was sick. <clears throat> yeah, that was a super fun event and just super creative. And 
Yeah, yeah. We participated in it slightly, but it was fun. Like, uh, if they do that again, I definitely yeah. want to do that more because that was super fun. Oh, it was so um, fun, man. Like, it's like, well, you get to do what you want to do, but you get, like, a time, sh- like, I don't know, like, the way that they killed it. They fucking killed it putting that thing together. Like, mm-hmm. I wanted everybody to be involved in that, dude. Everybody should do stuff like that because it's just fun. Like, what's the point in holding back? Like, have fun. Just go out skate in the shitty winter weather just make a weekend we just like made a weekend of it like we got together prior we had like a good time we went and got food or well kind of but brought food but yeah it was a lot of fun I like That's how you cool, used that. Man. I like how you used that phrase. You're like, it was a different way to push yourself because it definitely was. That was a part of that was a creative part of all skaters' brains that wasn't really utilized, no matter how long mm-hmm. you were skating for. And that seems right up your alley too, because you're definitely a guy who likes that fun when he skates, and you're, you're the silly type of guy too. So a lot of those um, challenges are right up your alley, and even from like oh, the those are the ones that we just like we were like, all right, this is funny. Let's do this. All right. Oh man, I got a funny idea for that. Like I've never 540 trimizzed anything in my life. And I 540 true Mizzou'd a broomstick on the floor. Like, <laughs> just like the ways that you just like had to make things happen. But yeah, so it, it was sick. like the most fun, dude. Like, and like we tried to like, we probably could have at least finished the, the contest, like all the challenges, but we were like trying to make them look cool as well as versus just like going out and getting it done as quickly as possible. Be like, all right, well, you got a good camera for this so like let's film it correctly and like put something together and it kind of it did it kind of backfired at us a little bit but it also like now we like as friends have this like weekend of photos and videos that look cool and are fun to watch and like we i'm able to go back on it already and look at it and like damn that was sick so yeah that's cool yeah, yeah no yeah. that was that was yeah. that was really cool shout out to the guys again uh uh, yo-yo and then yeah um, big time but yeah i want i want to get bring it back to to your yeah. story um let me hear it so around the <laughs> urban royalty time um yeah. so back then you look like you you know you might have weighed like 70 pounds yeah big sweatpants <laughs> on and they, they were hanging low. sometimes they were color coordinated with Kelly the hat. green they'd be far out greens and colors so Tell me like your influences back then and also how you got on Be Unique in the beginning because I remember even like with you on Be Unique, I was like, oh, how did like this uh, interaction happen? It wasn't like so community as it is now with like all the social media, you know, so I'm wondering how that all started. Yeah, mostly New York guys. Then you popped up from Minnesota. Yeah, (laughs) a white kid from the suburbs going, (laughs) yeah, but it, uh, I don't know what video it is, was in. I actually thought about this the other day. I was... I don't know what video video it was in, but Courtney Kane did a 540 Soyal and John Bound. And I just thought it was sick. So I found his name on AIM and just like <laughs> sent him a message saying like, dude, that 540 Soyal is sick. And he might have had like another video or another trick of the video or something like that. But it was just something like that. I'm always like, this is something I still do today. If I see something that I like really enjoy, I just message the person just like letting them know how sick that trick was. If I know, have known them for 20 years or if I've known them for that moment. But so that's just, 
that was it. Like I hit Courtney Kane up and then he hit me up asking me like, no, actually he didn't even ask me if I was going to be on Be Unique. It was at the, one of the, um, I think it was IMYTA Detroit. And he asked me to just be on Be Unique then. I think just like over getting to know him over aim and then meeting him. And it just like, that was it. It just like clicked and that's how I just got in with those guys. Hmm. That became, became a beginning of like a long road of uh, traveling uh, yeah. and, and growth. Right. Like yeah, everyone was homies was for dude, tight like, homies. Uh, I have like those two brothers to like, thank for like a huge portion of like being put out there like those dudes like helped me for like i don't know what like where that chemistry came into play but because like just like two completely different worlds came together and just like they made they like flew me out to new york so many i've been to new york over 30 times just because of them yeah isn't that crazy it's like 32 times i've been to to new york and yeah like probably like 28 of those times they paid for it like this like took me out and like fuck that was just like one of the greatest experiences that has ever happened to me is my time in new york or at least being around new yorkers like i still to this day get people being like man so when did you move to minnesota from new york or when did you like it's like no dude like yeah that's funny well, well, wh- wh- why do you yeah. say that could you could you grow on that a little bit why was that such a good experience just like the opportunity that they they gave me and that they like they they trusted me to like skate for their company and to like hold it down for new like hold it down for new york and like Give, them giving me the like the space to skate something completely different um the traveling that they allowed they paid for me to go to another place too i feel like but i don't know man they just like they helped me grow they like helped me grow as a person too because i was just like this like naive little kid from the suburbs of minnesota of minneapolis and like get flown out to new york city in manhattan like just like staying in their apartment just going out skating getting on the train like learning like that that there's like this like such vast huge busy world and i fucking miss new york to this day still like yeah they they just like gave me a plat they gave me the platform and to a lot to just like change my skating completely and just like down a better path totally that's a good way to yeah. say that I, I feel like a lot of people we, we've talked about this on the show too like the, those be unique times in the days and i feel like to get like the closest you could get to what we're talking about is watching the bonus footage and like 1131 and freestyle rolling and checkmate and stuff like that because a lot of us just like dicking around like you said at the apartment like chris and corny's apartment like and even like the elevator like you and gonzo like shit, fighting yes, in the elevator dude, and shit yeah. like that that was that was every single day like yeah, skating day. with them and hanging every out with them mm-hmm. so that's it like it really was dude. yeah and uh yeah that that was like a, a good way to really visualize 
what we always talk about on the show about those times because that was captured really well. Yeah, the, the, I mean, <laughs> the hallways, the elevator, man. Yeah, and then the elevator didn't work sometimes. <laughs> yeah, there was that and whole summer it didn't work. Like the, yeah, and they lived on the seventh floor. floor <laughs> and sometimes they didn't. AC wasn't working, and yeah, man, like that was that was an experience. <laughs> yeah, not not many people, hardly anybody can experience that unless you were like on the unique like just like going and staying at the browns mm-hmm. in manhattan yeah upper yeah, west side yeah. too upper west <laughs> side yeah yeah it was so it had sick, the skate man. park was... you know yeah the yeah. beanie skate park right? oh Yo, man dude that place was so sick can we talk about opening day at the beanie skate park i don't think we ever talked about that on the show because i know jeff you were there for that too because they flew pretty yeah. much everybody out for that that thing what yep. do you remember about that day because that was a big event that was it was like a revamp of a skate park that became like a blader owned skate park. So it was a big deal. Be Unique was huge at the time. So it was also a big deal. And there was a big opening day. It was a huge opening day. Like oh, we just said, they flew a bunch of people out. Like the whole team pretty much was out there. Uh, yep. like Mur- Murder was out there. Aragon was out there. Like you, Gonzo, right. Kelsos yep. and everything. And there was like a crazy blizzard snowstorm that day too. I remember. And it was just yeah, like yeah, intense. Was, yes. Yep. And I just remember the cars on the street. Yeah, it was like a massive blizzard. Massive blizzard. I think we even stayed the night at the skate park that night. Um, Man, oh, that skate park. I just totally forgot that they had that skate park. Oh, my God, dude. That place was so sick. The, the endless nights, like, after close of just, like, hanging out drinking skating till two or three in the morning getting going around on the trains afterwards dude that skate park was so sick dude like shit man i miss that i miss that a lot mm-hmm. that became like the hub in new york for a bit too it was it, just it, it. And, and like you said too the after sessions that was a lot of people might not have seen that or noticed it but that was when shit really popped off. It was the after sessions all where, of it. All, yeah, yep. pretty much all of it. If you ever seen any footage of the Beauty Skate Park, it was almost guaranteed an after session that was like midnight, yep. one in the morning, two in the morning type of shit, and everyone was just going off. Oh, that was so much fun, man. Yeah, that was after hours at what was it? The Underground. The yeah, Underground. underground. Yeah, yeah. After hours at the Underground. Could have made a show. Kind of tried to. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was a reality show pilot film there in the skate park. Oh my god, yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so you're right. Uh, yeah, it did attempt it to be a show. I don't know what happened yeah. with that anyway. Uh, I mean, I, mean, I guess. Uh, yeah. Who knows? But yeah, there was a, a TV show pilot filmed because the Brown Brothers are trying to get a, a unique uh, or just blading reality show, I guess, on MTV or something yep. like that with their connections yeah. and shit. And filmed an entire pilot of like just bullshit and antics going around at Underground Skate Park. Mm-hmm. It was sick too, man. That would have been, yeah. I forgot they did that too. Yeah, dude, that was man, good times, boys at the Underground, man. Yeah, exciting times. It was, man. It was. <laughs> um. So, somewhere along the way, there was there was also the call. Did you get the call, from Courtney or Chris? Yeah call you know i think i called them to like just maybe ask because i hadn't heard from them i remember i hadn't heard from them in a while and 
so I just called to like say what up and Courtney just was like yeah so we've been trying to figure out ways to tell everybody um but uh be unique is we're gonna suspend it indefinitely and I was like dang that's a that was a heavy phone call man I remember out too I was like all hung over in the morning yeah it was yeah it was a bummer big time Where were you guys? Oh, we lost we lost Billy on this, but um, <laughs> uh, oh shit! From what I remember, well, we'll make you Billy for now well, until he comes back. But um, yeah. from what I remember, I just remember like we all kind of knew that it was happening. It was like lack of contact between everybody. Mm-hmm. Remember that? That was like a big thing too. I remember like we couldn't get a hold of them for a while. It was very. Yep. It went from you know obviously staying at each other's or staying at their place like every weekend filming nonstop all day every day they were constantly hitting us up with all this new updates and whatever was happening with the company and new storefronts or skate park whatever it is and then it just it just lagged and uh we kind of like lost touch we knew something was up for a while and mm-hmm. then like that mm-hmm. that that call happened and uh that's how it was so and it was like we knew it was kind of happening and we just sucks to hear it you know yeah i see i had no idea like they I don't know, like, where, like, like you said, there was that chunk of time. So I think I like didn't even get the 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 because you guys were probably around them a little bit more than I was, you know. So I don't know, man. It's just, yeah, it was that, like you said, that like weird chunk of time of not hearing from them at all. Hence, probably me calling them, and then it just, yeah, ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes more sense yeah, now they're... that you that you hit them up or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. Me... I got to move everyone around now that this happened. Well, Can you hear me? Yeah, we hear you. You're good. Okay. There we go. We're back Boom. in business, baby. Okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> Play a little bit of musical Where chairs there for a second. Out? Yeah, I cut out. Did you cut out? Nah, you were only gone for like a like a like a minute mm-hmm. max. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I came in where you were saying uh, about how you you called them and. Uh... Yeah, I called them. Yeah. Because I hadn't heard yeah. from them, and yeah, like like everybody, like for a few months, something like that, and yeah, it was weird. Just that was the last time too. Then you know, I had been to New York like a few other times after that, and like tried to get a hold of them too. I don't know if they just like wanted to get rid of rollerblading in their system, or like if they were ashamed or embarrassed, or you know, like I don't know. It was weird. Do you remember the last time you seen them or talked to them or anything? I talked. I actually talked to Courtney. Actually, messaged me like maybe a year ago or something. Just like compliment, like just like hitting me up to see how I was doing. Saw that I was a dad. And <laughs> saw that I was still skating. <laughs> yeah, that's good that he hit you up. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. I, it, I don't know. I brought a little little smile to my face because I hadn't heard from them in years and years, years and years. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know how you guys felt, but I remember when that happened, kind of feeling like it's almost like you threw all your eggs in one basket type of thing. It was like we had so much hopes and ambitions with riding that train and all all the the hopes and dreams that were like almost promised to us in like a way and uh, the direction so that skating was going to at that time. And we were like, yes, this is it. Like we're taking off right now. And then 
something like that happens and it's like oh shit what do we all do now <laughs> literally dude like be unique was like man be unique was fucking everything i mean you guys know it still gets brought up by so many people like you even said like right away the first comment that somebody commented right now today that just said 1131 mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i mean yeah. those those yeah man that was a huge bummer man and it was like after a bunch of shit had happened to me too so like it was just like a a list of things that like list of shitty things that just like fell into place Mm -hmm. but yeah there's there's no there's no good story there's no happy ending to that story it was just a, a bunch of it was just it sucked man there's like there's not like like all of us lost contact with them for the most part lost nobody's seen them like for years after that like nobody has a good story about that situation and that's a that's a that's a bummer Mm -hmm. well a little reality for everybody yeah yeah i mean hey it's not all fun you know in games and that's it was a really sad day Mm -hmm. um i actually want to get get more into that but before we get past this point i want to talk yeah, yeah. about the uh the the stuyvesant rail into the tennis court Ooh. dude somebody <laughs> i saw a picture of it like three days ago somebody had taken and it was just like un- it was still there i thought it was taken out or not taken out but i thought they like uh like closed off that tennis court for some reason nah it's still there i don't know where yeah it's perfectly there and i'm i like i need to get back to new york for that like, you would do I, it like oh god yeah man what <laughs> so if if if, I, if, like, if, if yeah. I bought you a plane ticket right now to come out you let's would go and go, try that again let's go dude. yo I'll, spo- I'll sponsor this trip straight up if you want to do that i thought yeah. that i thought the days of seeing people try that were done dude it's i don't know there's like something about a rail to drop that still isn't like scary to me it's more like just holding it it's like dude and i it wasn't a it wasn't a fall but it wasn't a land i like i landed and like stepped like bounced back off of one hand no butt touch close no ball but yeah that was it that was the last attempt that was it was close yeah i can't believe you said that and you two both went head to head that one night also because it was yeah, multiple we days i think day. you guys both tried it multiple times right am i correct yeah mm-hmm. yep. and that one night Jeff tried it like you tried it like nine or ten times right i think in total yeah i think it was four different sessions like three attempt yeah. like two three attempts probably each time it was four different wow. attempts <sighs> yeah and that's a that's like a 15 foot drop at least probably and ah, then... no 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 ah. <laughs> It's probably like twelve feet. At, at, it's probably like twelve feet, maybe a little more. Twelve maybe. to fifteen feet, let's say. It's big because I was there recently. I skated the kink rail recently, really? and I remember looking at Jeez. that. I'm just looking over it, and you're just like, "Yo, this is one of the biggest things you would consider, or anyone should consider dropping." You know. So something about that is, I feel like a lot of people, including myself, who tried it, jumped early. You always, like, I don't know if there was, like, the idea of, like, clipping the fence, maybe. But I, the one attempt that I did, you know, fumbled, it was, I allowed myself to just, like, 
complete a little bit more of the rail and like mm-hmm. yeah so uh, that was just like something i always remember like man dude i've been jumping too early like taking an extra like foot of fall like yeah i don't know for me that was i don't know but, but, but don't you think there's something to do with I, I, I don't know if it's an excuse that i just like <laughs> internal internalize but don't you think there's something with the tennis courts, don't they like build them a little hollow? Yeah, so they're, like they're like clayish. It's like clayish kind of floor. Yes. Because I remember yes. like when, when I tried one, I, I was right over it. And I was like 100% confident I was going to land it. And then when I hit the ground, it was just so different from what I expected. I was like, wow. Yes, but, um, dude. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. If it was, you know what, Billy? Yes. If it was cement. We that's it. Yeah. You would have bended it. You would have bended it. <laughs> yeah, but, but that's crazy that you, you still could... want to go back and try it, knowing that. There's just that, dude. It's just like it, it's just it's like my like I never got to do it. That I feel like you know if that would have been something in my my neck of the woods, I would have done it. But a little it, ways away. If that if that's like on your skating bucket list, like things you just wish you accomplished during your skating career. That's one of the things or are we talking about just tricks, no just tricks. Or it's in general, I guess like out of your whole skate career, you got a pro skate already. You know, you had all these monumental sections, you know, you had a whole list of sponsors. You traveled the world and shit, but you're like, damn, I just wish I did that Stuyvesant rail to drop. You know, it's one of those things for you. That's dude. It is one of those things for me because it's like such an iconic thing in New York and Anytime you see anybody in that area, like trying or even just like walking up those stairs, like I saw it in a movie one day, and I was like, "Fuck, man, the thing got away from me, man!" Like, God damn it! And the one that got away, I, yeah, dude, and like, fuck that King Trail, man! Like, oh, I never even attempted it. Like, no, I would way rather have done the out rail to drop than touch that King. Yeah, I you did the out rail to drop, right? You sold it, right? Straight soul. I sold the whole rail, yeah, yeah. The same night that Alex Top sold it, right? In 11.31? Yeah, we both did it, yeah. Yeah, see, that's cool, too, because I don't know if anyone's ever done that either. Yeah, no, the, I think we, I just you two. Yeah, that's pretty epic also. You and Alex, like, out of all people, too, share that. Yeah. That's yeah, pretty cool. A, yeah, that was pretty sick. Yeah, lots of time with Alex. Yeah, can we talk about Al- him. can we talk about that for a little bit? Because that was a sure. big part too. You and yeah, you and Alex man. were some of like the two biggest guys and be unique at the time, especially like yeah, eleven thirty one days. I stayed with him so many nights. Um, him always, I don't know, man. Like Alex drove to Minnesota with me and Courtney. Oh yeah, dude, that's a that was a that was a bummer. That was a bummer big time i don't know what else really to say he was fucking an amazing person he was fucking awesome he was funny so funny man Mm -hmm. um yeah Um, i know there's a lot of yeah i know there's a lot of uh good memories we all have a lot of good memories with alex is there anything that stands out in in your mind about like um man dude just like he was just so funny man like he had just like he wasn't like funny out like you had to get to know him and he just like had this like he was just like sneaky he was funny he's he's witty um he was just like a he was i don't know man like him staying at my house was awesome like he was there him and courtney stayed for like three weeks in minnesota and Mm -hmm. just like i don't know i had a blast with him man 
He was just like he was just a really funny person. I feel like you didn't really know that until you got to know him. Mm-hmm. Yep, great guy, great mm-hmm. skater, and yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. Very sad, yeah. but great memories with him and absolutely, left, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. rest in peace. One of the greatest who ever skated, yeah. let alone in New York, oh, and represented man. represented us so so well. Like sure. he he focused on like his style and his landings so much. Like when I like watch like if I watch his skating, you know, recently, it's like man, dude, he just like he could land things so well, and his style was so on. Like you didn't, you didn't really see that as much back then. Like everybody was just trying to like lay it down and do the biggest thing and rock the craziest clothes. And he was just like killing it and holding it down. Like so solid, such a solid skater. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, you know, I think that's a good segue because we, we go back to like, you know, you said the craziest clothes and for sure Alex <laughs> was, you know, where like Brian, Brian Allen, like they had like maybe four or five yeah. t-shirts on at one time. And you had like, again, we talked about it earlier. Like, you know, um, I remember there was one, we said, we said it was like the cotton candies. You had like the light pink yeah, sweatpants and the, <laughs> and the blue candy. shirt and the, and the pink and blue shirt. hat yes. that was like checkered. So let me ask you quick. Um, after the end of Be Unique, was it like a conscious decision? Like, when did you when did you hang up the sweatpants, man? When did you did, did, was, it it, was, was it like a choice? No, it was a choice. It was a choice. I had I try not to remember this, but I moved to Florida um, <laughs> for like it was like a year and a half, and like like halfway through my time living in Florida, I just like it was so hot. Like it was even more hot than you know a summer in minnesota and i think i just like i just like graduated you know yeah i guess hmm. sweatpants wore... make more sense yeah. in minnesota huh it makes yeah, less yeah. sense in florida <laughs> yeah yeah and like just like big heavy like thick cotton sweats because i always had to i like i didn't want to wear just like hanes thin sweatpants because like they just ripped so much easier so i had like these like High end, you know, I don't know, just higher end sweatpants that were thick, heavy cotton and cargo pockets and <laughs> straps. And yeah, so <laughs> I think I just graduated on, moved on. <laughs> <laughs> I remember too, like, I, I tried to keep like one pair of tan sweatpants and just like tried to hold on. I actually held on to them until that, uh, infamous day with brett and jeff throwback episode with chris oh yeah <laughs> so i had tan sweatpants on that i had those were the only ones i had kept <laughs> um, why were those and, special to you they, i don't know i just like tan <laughs> i think that's literally all it was is i just like tan but you guys kept the whole ward like you guys all had the wardrobe though like you guys all had to get yes. those clothes Did you guys buy them all or you guys just happen to have all that shit I bought a I bought a white talty. Um, <laughs> talty, I, I haven't heard that in so long. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a like a extra large talty, and Chris had so much of that stuff that he got. He just like kept Chris just like kept everything, um, or he used to keep everything, and so he had just like all these all this clothing from these like 
these eras in, in skating. And because me and Brett, for the most part, were the same thing throughout that episode, but Chris changes his outfit. Yeah. Like every spot. 13, yeah. Every, <laughs> not every spot, like every trick. <laughs> every trick he changed his outfit because he just had that much random clothing. Yeah, it was like the Deshi video or something like that when they they ransacked the warehouse and they had all those yep. old goodies yep. and everything like that. I'm sure he has like, yep. you, how how are you not going to keep all that stuff, you know? Right. Yeah. So was that your most memorable <laughs> episode of a day with Brett and Jeff? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> come on, man. Yes, absolutely. That was my favorite. Yeah, that was my favorite too. And, and when you guys go to jump through, or you go to uh, what was it, farmer? Go jump through the hole from like KFC yeah. three, and he's like, yeah. oh, they capped it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know we still awesome. get people asking us to do that. That another one, like ah, oh, man. Another one like that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you can recreate that. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah. yeah. That that we'll was let that one die. Yeah, it's true. Unless people like keep you keep uh, teasing people with like a sequel or something like that. You could reunion. do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> keep it going. So yeah, Jeff, just, you did yeah. a. Oh, sorry. Go on. No, you're good. I was going to say, Go you, you did a bunch of moving after Florida. You went back to Minnesota. You went yep. to see, was it Portland and then Seattle? Portland. Or was it straight to Seattle? Portland yeah. first. Uh, no, Portland. I never lived in Seattle. I oh. just went up there like every weekend to go and skate with Carter and the boys. Yeah. Okay. So it probably looked like I was in Seattle because I was there a lot. There a lot. Yeah. I was just like going, and they were coming down to Portland too, but I mainly just like went up to Seattle I got over Portland pretty quick, so I was like trying to do whatever I can to get out. Yeah, like what what, but, what made that move? Because I remember there was a point like you were skating with Alex, and there was like a skating a ton and a ton of cool stuff. And yeah, what made you um, make that jump? Uh, I think it was just kind of like it, me and my wife had just recently been married, and we just kind of were. I was just kind of looking for something new, and she had previously lived in Seattle, so she was like looking to get back out in the northwest and i had just like went and visited alex and skated in portland for a week with amir and i was like yeah i love it i loved it um but it's a different reality when you go to visit portland than when you live there hmm. it's, a, it's a it's a really fucking weird place and they say like you know keep portland weird but it's I, I don't know if it's the right weird it's more like not quirky weird but more like bums jerking off on the side of the road weird <laughs> i saw that a few times a few times a few times hey. shit being just like blasted out of people just right there on the road people just having bums just having sex and side of the road like it was just like some it was just a weird place man it's not it's not for me i'll say that we'll just say that hey, you got to get it in though yeah whether, yeah, you, exactly. got, whether you have I a home or not you got to get it in yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't <laughs> yeah, hate, yeah. you can't hate on that you hating on that <laughs> yeah you respect I'll, it yeah maybe respect it at least go in the tent <laughs> the tent gets old i'm sure yeah yeah i'm sure <laughs> yeah relationship requires uh spice you know Variety. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, so you're saying they don't, that doesn't happen in, in Minnesota? Nope. Not that I've ever seen. I mean, this place is, you've been here. It's just like, it's, it's a 
it's just, it's a beautiful place and people like to take care of it. Hmm. Yeah. So, um, so you were going up and how'd you, how'd you link up with the Seattle guys? Uh, I think I just like, I bought a BX and like was asking somebody like, uh, like what's the best way to set this up? And Carter just like sent me a message that sh uh, he sent me a video link that showed how to set it up properly. And it just like, it was magic from there. Uh, I just, yeah, I got to know him and went up to Seattle and immediately was just like best buds with him and the crew up there. And it was, so I just like, I mean, if I, I think if I would have moved to Seattle instead of Portland, it might've been like a different situation, you know, mm. but it, it happened the way that it happened and it's all good because I went up to Seattle like a couple times a month and because it was only three hours away all right two hours and 50 minutes away so it's nothing you just <coughs> get in your car and drive up there and skate with the boys man hey go wherever the session goes yeah exactly you know just roll a couple jays skate all day and just have a good time that's it man it was just like being kids <clears throat> every time i went up there they're just like that crew of skaters are so sick and they are just like down to always skate and, and skate and film and skate and film and like that's just what I love. It's sometimes it's hard to find that right now, you know. That's like that that crew of people that want to just go out and street skate and film at any given moment and yeah, that's that was what it is. That's what they're still doing out there, man. That the Chance the Rain boys are so fucking awesome, like shout out to them like those are my dudes yeah I, I wanted to ask about your your one you're filming and two your passion for street skating and filming and still kind of doing like hammers now because the last couple of sections you dropped weren't just like little dick around tricks like you're doing real real shit still like real big rails still we were talking about that before but you're still doing it and also just like i guess the seattle crew has something to do with it because the motivation was still there but a lot of people our age who have been skating for as long as we have skating street is fun you know but it does take a toll on your body and Absolutely. mentally and physical and it's not like you get into phases maybe sometimes once in a while and then you kind of like phases out you go to a skate park you're like oh this is like super chill and you just get stuck in that you know phase of skating for a little bit mm -hmm. but you seem like you still skate really hard and i was curious what your motivation inspiration behind that was aside from just plainly just loving it you know man i wish there was more of like some philosophical energy bullshit <laughs> but there isn't man like i just love skating man and i love uh, and it doesn't matter what it is i'm skating like i just like find so much joy in it man and like i try not to get angry anymore i try not to get like frustrated anymore i try to just you know be calm so that i'm not wearing myself out um there's i mean don't get me wrong there's definitely times where i'm just like god this is exhausting but i mean as you guys know if you get like one two clips it's just like that motivation's right back right back there and mm -hmm. i don't know but i it is dude it's just like i just love skating i'm still a grommet man like i just like i reach out to people and tell them how sick their sections were and you know i still go out with all my boys, try to hype them up as much as possible. Like, I, you know, there's, there's, 
uh, Garlinghouse the other day was just like, he's like, man, I was like, because we started filming a bunch of stuff like this this spring just to like start filming something and the moment i like got my ankle surgery it, it just like he's like yeah he's like once you stop coming out skating we all kind of just stop going out skating damn so i think there's like i think there's like this like this like leader quality in me like i'm not that, i don't know if that sounds arrogant or whatever it sounds like but I just like I love to bring I love to just like get people out sessioning and having a good time and just like come on let's go let's go like come join us I can like guarantee you're gonna have a good time like I don't know I think there's just like that mm-hmm. yeah there's there's no crazy thing about it it's just I just love skating and I always have and it just like it allows me to like step out of like my anxiety of reality, like it uh, it does you know probably for all of us, um, but yeah. You don't get frustrated skating street anymore. Oh, are you kidding me, dude? Of course I do. <laughs> okay, you were saying like you don't get mad or anything like that. I'm I'm, I'm trying no, to think. No, no, no. I, I I try not to. <laughs> try not to. Okay, I, I mean we all try to, not yeah. to. Yeah, Doesn't always yeah, yeah. work. But I, I was I was gonna be very very impressed if you were like, now nah, if I get mad I just leave it you know and take it. I was like, oh, oh, that's very impressive. I definitely try like I've definitely gotten so much better over the past couple years of just like fucking just like breathe, dude, just like chill out. Like you know you're able to do this, and if you're not, just that's like you lost. No big deal. Come back another time. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I guess within the past year, I would say, yeah, I don't really get mad anymore. I like that, but it, you know, it, it, it's, it takes a lot of energy to not get mad. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. That's the right mentality though, especially, yeah, yeah. especially our age. That's definitely the right mentality to go into it. You, we don't need any more stress in our lives, you know? <laughs> exactly, dude. And that's, that is it, dude. It's just like, man, I like, I don't need to get mad anymore because that's like care like if you get home i mean like when you're done skating and you didn't land your trick and you're beat to shit and like that just like man that's all you're gonna think about at least for me for the next day or two or three you know until you either go back to do the trick or you just like give up on it but yeah uh yeah, kudos to you for for getting busy still on the street. Every time you put out a section, I'm so happy. It's like a big smile on my face and like somewhat of a relief to see that you know someone like you is still putting out these hard ass street sections. So hell yeah, and that's I'm looking forward thing to more. Too, is like I I know I know my my strengths and I know my weaknesses, and I'm I'm going to like take advantage of that as much as I can because. We are getting older and our bodies are giving out on us. So I'm like, well, if I'm able to do this now, I'm, I might as well just do it. And it just like brings me so much joy to just like be out doing a trick and getting it. And if it's on film, like, oh, it's just like, I mean, we all know, man, it's just like the best, like getting a trick that you're so pumped about that you've been thinking about forever at a spot that you or even just like finding a random new spot and doing something different. Like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying anything different than you know, what we've all said before. Mm-hmm. Well, it's true, and it hits home, man. That's real. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to ask you about your um, 
you're pro Razor skate and your relationship with Razor because I know a long time you were skating and uh, yeah, it took it took a while for you to to get that. I think it was long overdue when it came out. Mm -hmm. So, uh, what what was that like? And what was that uh, whole thing about? Um, I don't know, man. Like, uh, just that, I mean, Jeff, you know. I kind of like owe a lot of my stuff when it comes to razors to Jeff. Like anybody who's ever skated for razors, like owes everything to Jeff. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It just, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I love razors. Um, a lot of people want to say whatever they want to say about razors and say what they want to say about Andy and the company or whatever, man. But I just like, do my best to just like keep politics out of it and even though i mean not completely but uh, i don't know man like i and now that like i just like embrace the skates and that they fit good and that they feel good on my feet that i can put them on brand new and i don't need to break them in and they keep making things better then why mess up a good thing because I'm trying to get a fucking hundred dollars or something from some other company. And I, I fucking love Jeff Akers. Like he is a good friend of mine. He is way more than just some team manager. And, um, I get along great with Andy and they make amazing products throughout all of sunshine. And, I don't know, man. There's really not much more to say it than that. Um, Pro skate was pretty cool. Hopefully, something soon. Another one, hopefully, maybe, hopefully, sometime soon. So we'll see. So, Jeff is oh, a yeah, Jeff Akers is a great guy. You can't not great guy. like Jeff Akers, man. Yeah. And he rips, man. Some of the tricks he's been doing Fucking on his uh, rips, Instagram. Right? He had one right. recently where he did like a Man. 270 back backslide to like revert front backslide. Front backslide. Yeah. Damn, yeah. really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. man. Dude, if any, like everybody out there right now, you got to find Jeff Akers, his Instagram. He's the manager of Razors and Sunshine and Ground Control. If you don't know who he is, make sure that you follow him and you get to know him because he is the man and he's amazing at skating and he is he is a big part of why razors and sunshine are the way that they are mm -hmm. cool. was um, um getting, can i ask about the pro skate one more time real, real, real quick since yeah. we're on the topic about it i'm curious was since like billy said it was well overdue like you've been a pro skater for many 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 years like decade or plus whatever until you got a pro skate was getting a pro skate eventually like pulling teeth kind of like you had to like ask them for it or whatever or they were just like mm -hmm. grateful to have you part of it and you were like they were like yo you deserve this yo let's get you a pro skate i think both i think both it was definitely like but you know how weird is it for you to just be like give me a pro skate <laughs> yeah but you could like you know, <laughs> you know put out feelers or something there's you ways know? around it yeah there's ways around it absolutely but um i think it was just a little bit of both you know just like and like all right what do you guys think like but at the same time i'm not gonna like try and like be like you know yeah like give me a pro <laughs> i don't know it's just i'm i'm also not first one to just like uh what's the best way like just like to do that like i'm not that person to just like 
force somebody to do something that they don't want to or they don't know or take a chance and I don't know I just like and like I've been saying this whole time like I just love skating I just fucking love skating and mm. is if I got comfortable skates on my feet with good bearings and good wheels like I'm happy man I know that like I, sh- I should be expecting more like but whatever man like I don't know I don't know I just it's too exhausting for me to like put my brain into like that much like uh that like that much need like i don't need that much like i don't i i just like don't want that like uh that mental strain i already have like so much going on in my head at all times that like i just that sounds exhausting to just like drill something into somebody and like to take a chance on you too you know like sure we all have like um and I do try to think about the business side of things. So like taking a risk on something that you like as a business owner on something that you don't know, like, yeah, sure. This person's got a great following, but if they come out with a skate that looks fucking goofy and it doesn't sell, then like, or, you know, there's somebody who hardly anybody knows, but the skate looks so dope that everybody gets it. I don't know. I try to think about the business side of things. I'm not a, a business owner, but I do try to think about that part of it. And if we want to keep skating and we we all want skates, there's uh, I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, I try to like you know look at it from all all sides. Mm. Yeah, that's a real mature way to look at it because sure. getting a pro skate isn't just like yo this guy this is a pro skate give him a pro skate whatever there is a business side to it there are yeah. things you have to think about besides just like oh this person's good let's give him a pro skate you know you got to think of it and the back end of it like is this going to sell how are we going to promote it stuff like that too so there's a lot that goes into it but it's good that you're yeah, mature absolutely. enough nowadays to appreciate that as opposed to giving like an 18 year old a pro skate you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah, you gotta get it. Okay. I can tell you got a lot going on in your mind because you're playing with a fidget spinner right now too. How did you know that? Oh, you flashed shit, you it. Can see the bo- yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. In the oh, middle, you of- guys can see it, but they no, can't no, see like, it. right here in this angle. You, you, you showed it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't even realize I was playing with it. That's how. Yeah. See, that's even worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jeff, I wanted to ask you about about. Some- some real stuff if you don't mind yeah yeah let's do it so you're sober from alcohol for a while uh actually hold on i'll tell you exactly how many days i have like a i don't know i don't like keep track of like people like have like their milestones through recovery or whatever Mm -hmm. Uh, i don't i just have this like random tracker app that i look at like so 2464 days Whoa! Yeah. Dang. How that was a long time. That is. Was like it's like yeah. six, six seven, yeah, six, seven, something like that. Seven, yeah, six, yeah, seven six, years. Six, seven years. Woof! Congrats, yeah. man. That's a long time. I didn't realize you were sober yeah, for that thank long. You. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a long time. Yeah. Hmm. I'm pretty. So, I mean, yeah. So was that like? Was it just like a point came where you were just like, I can't. I can't do this oh, anymore. Yeah, dude, it's it was not exhausting. good for me. It's not working out for me. I, I, you know, we all want to be able to party. We all like anybody who's party. You just want to keep it going. And 
I just wanted to keep it going a lot harder than most people. And I um, just like a couple, like I got very lucky many, many, many times. I got very lucky. And, um, you know, there was like just waking up in weird places without knowing it, knowing what happened. Um, just, and it was, it was a lot. That was pretty constant within the past like year two to two years prior to me you know becoming sober and um my my wife's best friend is a drug and alcohol family counselor so I just like went and saw her and talked with her after like a just like a stupid drunken night where I just woke up hungover and feeling like an idiot and it was just like, she's like, if you go here and get an alcohol assessment, then they will set you up if you want to go somewhere. And I was like, I can't take, I can't do this anymore. It's exhausting. And I just went to and got an alcohol assessment. And they basically were just like, yeah, you're, you know, you're an alcoholic from what it sounds like. And if you want help, we're here to offer it. And I went to a outpatient treatment facility for eight months monday through friday at from like 9 to 11 a.m i think commitment big time that's a big commitment hell yeah that's very mature of you to do that i had two slip-ups but um they just like the second one was just like and the thing was is like nothing sparked the sparked them it just like happened like just like went out and got drunk and then, yeah, and then, like, a quarter of the way through the program, I that was, like, it. that happened, like, a quarter of the way through the program. So then I just, yeah, and then that was it. I just, like, held on to that because um, it was, I had, like, driven um, drunk, and I was, like, oh, my God, like, this was so, like, what, like, what was the point of that? Like, there was no point in it other than, like, risking my life and somebody else's life that if I got into an accident like there's just so many contributing factors to that and I just was over it I was very over it and here I am was was it after that point was it easier or was it still like a challenge or, or was it just like you woke up and you were just done with it it was kind of I woke up and was done with it um because the it wasn't like the alcohol at that point that I was like chasing it was like the idea of like you can you know there's so many different things you can do while drinking and like that was the hard that was the harder part to get over than the actual fact of drinking because I just like wanted that like skater drunken lifestyle that you get to just kind of do freely and you know get to wake up with mistakes and you're okay with it but you know i was getting married and who knows like what the next i didn't like have anything going on so it was just like i don't know it was just it was time and yeah i just like it was i woke up and I was like, I gotta like take this more seriously. Like, this is not getting easier if I keep doing these. If I keep drinking and slipping up. Um, but yeah, I mean that that stemmed like another whole many different other issues in my head 
came after that. So, I mean, I'm thankful for it. I'm very thankful for my, like you said, like it's mature of me, like, but it took a lot of, it, it still is like, there's definitely times where I still am like, man, it'd be so sick to just like go out and party with these dudes. But then I'm like, yeah, but I want to wake up early and get the day started. <laughs> yeah. And that contrast, how does it feel now? How did like, how do you feel? How does your body feel now that since you've been sober? Oh man. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I don't know how, where you want to go in this conversation, but I can like, <laughs> give you whatever you want about whatever you want to do health. i guess um like so you know with becoming sober typically you know alcoholism stems from like something else for the most part and um i had a pretty decent childhood growing up like no complaints um, my father was an alcoholic though and my mom was had three boys and so she was and she worked full-time and had to deal with my alcoholic father and so i kind of just like the you know trying to look back without trying to like overthink about it you know there's probably something stemmed from that and you know mental health doesn't go away man it just gets worse as time goes on and um i after becoming sober i so i suffer from this thing called restless leg syndrome which um is like this weird thing that when you sleep your legs like you have to keep fidgeting them and moving them otherwise it gets this like weird pain like nerve pain and it um i i suffer from that and it's like it's hellish um on top of that i'm also i suffer from insomnia so there's like this like if you know what it's like to not have like one night of sleep. Like if you stay up all for like 48 hours, you feel crazy, but insomnia and like restless leg syndrome, like fuck man. Like I just like would never wish this on anybody and coming like even, so then I needed to get like, okay, so I needed to get medication to help me balance that out. And then, Another thing leads to me learning about that I am also things not getting better during the day, but getting better at night was, you know, part of it. But then you other my mental health, like started to decline and I was getting like overly emotional about everything and um, just so spotty with like where I was mentally and, you know, finding out that I'm bipolar um and that i suffer from like this like crazy anxiety and depression and um but so like drinking like just helped segue into like fixing or you know at least learning about and uh, like getting to the point where i learned that i was bipolar and talking with people and learning about how to treat it and like man it is a process um so anybody out there suffering from mental health issues man please please try to find it in any way any strength that you can to just like get to a doctor man oh it's been a process but i'm like finally like it's been like a year a year and a half um of just like 
finally at like like at peace. Like fuck, man. Hmm. <laughs> Deep, <laughs> heavy. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's that's real because the the awareness is, is uh, you know important for that. And like you said, if other people out there have you know mental health issues, to you know do something about it. But you're not alone. You know, people like Jeff yeah, suffer from man. similar shit. Yes, like it's so like man. Every, almost everybody I know suffers from some sort of like, like anxiety or even mild depression or, I mean the the list of mental health issues is like so insane. Or I mean it, and you know there's there's people to help and there's medication, man. Like I am completely okay with I take six different pills a day to just like balance out what is going on in my head and it took a lot like and it took a long time to get to that point too like you know getting yourself to be like fuck man i'm a little cuckoo and i gotta take pills to level this shit out like it takes so it takes some strength to get to that point or to to get to the point where you're like okay it's okay that i'm taking this because nobody wants to fucking shove pills down their throat every single day <laughs> unless they're mm -hmm. vitamins like nobody wants to do that, but it's not a big deal if you do have to. It's really not. Mm -hmm. Damn. Yeah, Jeff. Thank you for and, sharing that. And wow. Yeah, man. Like another thing too is like, uh, even when I was on medication, like at the beginning, it would work a portion of the time, and it took until like one day I was at my old job and I just like fucking lost it man i like couldn't control my emotions like i was crying i was dealing with so much anxiety and i felt so down and i felt like i wasn't doing my job good and i just like my mom had been like grilling me up and just like drilling it in me like for a week straight like four like or like four days in a row i've heard just think jeff just go to the hospital and get a mental like a mental health check and I did that and I went to the psych ward for 10 days and that was hands down the best experience of my life. Like hands down. Like I went crazy for like the first four days that I was in there, like full blown, just like losing it. And like after just like working with my psychiatrist and a team of doctors that and them figuring out a proper medication dose and man, it was like a, a, fucking weight was lifted off of me man it was it's and just like it was from that that was um november 1st of 2019 and yeah i don't know since then it's been it's been a it's been great i will say it's been great i'm able to like just like do simple things for myself man and like be able to think about things so much more clearly and just like i'm able to just like take a breath and just like i'm able to sleep i'm able to like go and play with my son and my wife and just have a good time and i'm not so emotional i'm not so um i'm not down i mean don't get me wrong i still get all those feelings they're just controlled at least a little bit hmm it's good to hear that That's you're awesome. yes it's awesome and thanks for sharing all that too and it's it's good to hear that you sounds like you got like a real hold on your life now like you assess your yeah, your mental health this is so normal this your is alcoholism so normal. yeah yeah 
and you know, and it's it takes so it doesn't take days. I mean, like, uh, yeah, like it's been seven years, and it took up until like, uh, yeah, what November first of twenty nineteen. You know, I it says that my last drink was on September first of twenty fourteen. So, um, yeah, it takes it takes a lot of time, and it takes patience, but the help is there and we just have to be willing to just accept it. I think, I think we're at this point where our, we are having the conversation. We are, I feel like it's, I feel like a lot of times I, I've been seeing within the past couple of years is like, ah, we need to make sure that we're talking about it. And I'm like, man, I feel like we are talking about it. I feel like the next part is getting people to get, wellness checks and getting people to like trust medication and to get people to trust western medicine trust these doctors because it's i don't know man like that's i feel like that was the hard part for me talking about it was getting to the point where you start to talk about it is one thing but then actually like getting yourself to take a chance when it comes to medication or a different routine or whether it be natural medicine, whatever it may be, quitting something, starting something new, that's, for me, that was the hard part. Hmm. Man, yeah, well... But I'm always um, here to talk. Yeah. You know, but... first of all, I just want to say, yeah, thanks for opening up on all that. That is um, just, you know, I think a lot of people go through their own mental struggles and mental issues, and you know, especially after being sober, like you had a five year journey, a long journey, like, you know, all those things that you suppress when you're drinking and they come to surface and now you have to deal with them in a way that's not dodging them. And um, mm-hmm. it's, it, I'm happy that, you know, I know you, um, I, I can say fairly well for a long time. And um, mm-hmm. I'm happy that you had the support system of, you know, your, your wife and your kids and your, and your family and, and skating as well. All these things to be there um, to help you, man. So it's just, yeah, thank you for sharing that. That was. Yeah, definitely, Jeff. And uh, J- Jimmy Shooter said it well in the in the chat just now also. He said your skating is showing it too. Skating better than ever. So I'm sure all these things are yeah. contributing to your longevity oh, in, fuck, in the sport. Yeah, man. Yeah. Fuck yeah, it is, man. Like, I feel great. I mean, even though I had surgery on my ankle for arthritis just recently but i feel great man like i i have energy like not every day because i do have a kid but yeah man like my skating feels like so complete and now i'm able to just like pick and choose these 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 rails and these ledges and i'm able to just like like do it to like the level that I want to do it. I'm, I'm really happy with where my skating is at, man. Like, like I'm, I don't, I, I feel like I'm able to like do the big things now, the tech things, the, and it wouldn't, it, it wouldn't be possible unless I like had, because I watch some of my skating, even from like 10 years ago, let's say like, yeah, it was like becoming more mature but it wasn't until like I became sober where I just like this like this thing just like clicked and it happened and I like have been on this like 
path that I feel really good about when it comes to my skating, when it comes to just even being at a free park and being able to just like confidently do difficult tricks in lines like uh, consistently like man that is like such a good feeling and i wouldn't be able to do that unless i did take care of my mental health mm-hmm. yeah it's a huge thing i mean i'm, I'm glad you're sharing this too because i definitely other people out there suffer from this too and may not even recognize it but either way the conversation's out there and definitely talk to somebody if you do have any of these issues and uh look at what has done to jeff to uh, you know do something about it and it changed changed your whole life for the better take a chance with you know with your health man like take a chance like i mean like you know with western medicine man i'm like an advocate for it but (laughs) i just like it has just like done so much good for me that like i'm like how could it do bad for anybody else but i mean we all have different things and beliefs and structures and all those things but yeah but yeah i mean I'm, I'm, I'm really glad to hear it's working out for you. And I know it works out for a lot of people. And um, if, if you're going through those things, uh, it's definitely better to talk to your doctor, talk to a psychiatrist, look into yes. those things before, you know, yes. getting, you know, drunk or doing whatever drugs to try to self-medicate um, if there's deep underlying issues. So that's huge and massively important. So Jeff, again, I just yes. want to thank you for that. And thank you for... Yeah. Uh, Hearing such a deep thing, uh, deep part of yourself, to be honest. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> I'm gonna really quick. Thank you we're gonna for get giving per- me the platform. Hell yeah, more than happy to have you on here to be able to do this. This is awesome. People are loving you in the chat, also. Awesome. I they love you, Jeff. We love you, Jeff. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it's real. Um, so quick, I just want to say to the people who are watching live, um, Thank you for your super chats. Have to go to our guest. We are also going to open it up for questions soon. So if you have questions for Jeff, please line them up. Um, also, want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Blank by Rollerblade. Um, and yeah, we're going to open it up for questions soon. Man, Jeff, you just hit us with some true honesty that, I mean, do, do you have any advice for people that, that are, I think you already gave some, but who might be doubtful or having these feelings um, that what they should do, who they should talk to, where they should go first. The first thing um, to do. Um, I think it, if I can tell everybody to just like go and get a wellness check, like that is like the hugest thing that or if you're struggling from um, any sort of addiction, going in and getting an assessment, man, people, the people that are in those fields that are working in the mental health fields are there for you. Like that is the whole reason. It's because to deal with somebody, can you guys hear me by the way? My headphones died. Yeah, no, you sound good. Um, uh, shit. They're there for you. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, because it's an exhausting, it's an exhausting job. Like, I can see it and I can, like, I can feel it. Like, you can see it in people 
that are dealing with people that are just like this keeps happening and they don't want to give in that the the you know the clients don't want to like give in and like man like they do not they they want what's best for you and they want to help you nobody is in that field for the money they're in that field of work whether it be in addiction or in mental health um when it comes to struggling with mental health issues like that's what they're there for man we and they are so kind and they are so caring and they understand what you're going through 85 percent of the people that are in the mental health field of that world they also suffer from it as well and or sorry that's the addiction any like anybody that's struggling suffering from addiction almost yeah it's like 85 percent of those people also have been addicts as well everybody is there for you everybody is there to support you they want to see you do good they understand what you're going through not only have, have a lot of them just studied it but a lot of them have been through it and a lot of people it's just like so crazy how there are so many resources um nami is a great one um uh man it's crazy. i've been i'm in school for this right now too and i have actually have like a whole spreadsheet of like resources that people can that that are it's like for every thing that is something's going on with you there's like there's a resource for it and it's literally just a google search it's and like it's a just a google search like suffering from depression minnesota like it's gonna like lay it out for you and a lot of these programs um take state insurance or no insurance at all because they know that a lot of these people that who are suffering don't have those resources they don't have health insurance they and they're willing to work with you um when i was suffering from addiction i didn't have health insurance and they opened they can't they you know opened their arms with for me and like they wanted me to be in their treatment facility and they weren't getting anything from me and it i didn't end up paying anything for it and maybe i'm just lucky in that and i i lucked out but i mean the the resources are out there and they're gonna they're gonna work with you in whatever way they can Hmm. that's real man uh dang hell yeah you are the man (laughs) yeah that's definitely good hearing um you know you help everybody out with what what to do for that because i think that's the first step that's the most important step to do to take you know jeff's there holding your hand everybody (laughs) he's walking um, you through it yeah, shoot me a message. I try to reply to everybody. I try to. I try to reply to everybody, especially when it comes to something like that. Anybody that hits me up about alcohol or because I take a lot of pictures. I send a lot of little stories or I, I post a lot of little stories of me just drinking non-alcoholic beer because hmm. um, as weird as it is, is there is this like whole craft non-alcoholic beer scene that I didn't know about until like maybe <laughs> a year ago. And they make amazing beer all these and like so many of these companies that make these non-alcoholic beers are like mental health or recovering addicts themselves so i don't know it's pretty cool if if, if like you just like don't want to give up beer they 
make really good non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> wow, I never thought about that. That's, That's... yeah, it's crazy, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I saw that like uh, Lagunitas put out like a, a non-alcoholic yep. IPA. Yeah, like yeah, yeah all this delicious. other stuff. It's yep. delicious. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna get, you're not gonna get the you know the the benefits sometimes that you want, but <laughs> yeah, I'm cool with That's it. Cool. That's cool, man. Um, huge shout out again. And uh, I think we're going to open it up for questions soon. But first, uh, Austin, would you like to shout out our Super Chats? Yeah. Once this... again, uh, half of our Super Chats go to our guest. And uh, Super Chat questions will be prioritized first. But if you're watching live and you have some questions, please line them up and we'll ask them to Jeff. Yeah, let's get started with these Super Chats real quick. Um... Mere Mortal, thank you so much for the $6.66 New Zealand Super Chat. Fuck um, yeah. Hell yeah. Carter LeBlanc as your boy. Uh, he said, Jeff, you are a legend and have done seemingly everything one might want to do with skating. What more do you hope to or see in skating for yourself? Much love, boss. Oh, man. Um, I think I'm just going to just like skate and film, man skating film i can't wait to just because i'm 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 on the the bench right now so um hopefully soon i'll be able to get my rec blades on and start filming the crew again because prior to surgery we had started filming some things so i'm gonna start once i'm able to get on my rec skates again i'm gonna start going and filming the boys and then you know just start filming again hopefully in the next two months myself but ankle surgery sucks yeah real quick we, we didn't really touch on this but you did mention it that you're on the injury list right now i guess you had arthritis in your ankle and that's what you had surgery yeah. for so yeah i had so on the inside of my ankle the arthritis started to build and it, it had like a couple bone spurs where it tries to like recover but it can't so it like starts to form its own tissue and bone and then on the outside of my ankle there was stretched ligaments and so they pulled the ligaments tight and like basically stapled the ligaments tighter and then took out all that bone and but it's been not even a month and i'm already cutting the lawn <laughs> <laughs> damn well we hope to see you back soon hopefully that ankle recovers yeah. quickly it's it's on its way. Hell yeah, good to hear. Uh, keeping it going with the super chats, we have Ryan Ape Magic, who said Pizza Strike. Oh, damn, Amazon's that at pizza? my door. That's the Pizza Man. Oh. That's the Pizza Man right now. <laughs> Perfect Speak timing. Of the devil. Um, Jeffrey shoots. Oh, that's what is his name? Shoots, shuts. Hopefully, I said your name right. There is no L in it. But uh, he said, thanks for always putting on a, such a great show, guys. Well, thank you, yeah. Jeffrey. It's uh, easy when we have such great guests like Jeff himself on here. We have more Super Chats. Let me scroll down a bit. Oh, my God. My neighbors. Um, <laughs> Blake Cohen Super Chatted. It said, what's the craziest trick you've ever done? Oh, wow. Man, he was just over at my house a couple hours ago. What's he asking me questions like this? <laughs> Nah, um, man, I, I don't know, man, I don't know, um, there's a, it's a, it's a, 
a, a list of... Fuck, dude. Austin, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Jeff. Um, I don't know, man. I There's... It just, like, I guess it depends on the obstacle. Because... I don't know. Fuck. I'm trying to... Now I'm, like, stuck in this, like... Like, okay, and now I gotta think about it. What's the right trick? What's the right answer? Um, fuck. I don't know. I don't got an answer for that one anymore. All right. I'm we'll leave it. We'll come back to it. Oof. Um, 17BKS uh, says, all respect to you, Jeff. All the best. Thanks. Fuck yeah. We're still doing the super chats. My bad. I had to get the door. There was there yeah. was nonstop ding dong and going on. Oh god! All oh, the neighbors losing uh, yeah. patience. Yeah. So let me yeah. continue the super chats real quick because they have them all over yeah. here. Um, mm-hmm. so Stephen Babcock, thank you much for the super chat and support. Eric Holmquist, thank you again so much for supporting our show. Sean Michelson with the super chat coming in saying, "Let me get it on the screen." Jeff, always respected your blading and what you brought to the game. Plus, you've always been such a gr- nice guy. But huge props for being so open about mental health on here. Fingers crossed for a second pro skate sometime soon. Awesome to hear. <laughs> two fingers crossed for two pro skates. <laughs> uh, that was actually all, right, all the well, Super Jets. Um, let's get into some of these questions. Yep. Yeah. So Mon- Montgomery Monster says, Jeff, which razor is your favorite? The Shift, the SL, or the Cult? Definitely the shift. Um, yeah, I don't know. When it comes to razors, I feel like they've just gotten better with their skates over time. All right, the shift. That's my, that's my favorite razor, too. Um, Icebox says, do you feel like you're, again, backwards now that you're sober and taking care of yourself mentally, physically? Again, backwards now? You feel like you're again backwards. I don't know what that means either. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, we'll maybe come back to that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So um, moving along. Uh, what's Noah Nuber says? What size skates does he wear? What size shoes? <laughs> Strange question, but I think it's. I know why he would ask that. Seven and a half in the skates. I know it's really weird. I'm I, six. Oh, I knew you had it. I knew you were a seven. I remember you always having small skates. I always <laughs> smash my feet into skates. <laughs> but I mean, but I don't. They don't really hurt. So yeah, I wear an eight and shoe. All right, everybody, there you go. You're you're lucky. Those many, many, many people out there who right? wish they could fit into a seven skate, a seven and a half, eight skate. I wonder what my foot size really would be if I didn't skate. <laughs> He's just crammed him in smaller skates for a long time, right? Forever, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Man. yeah, always, always, always. I feel like I had bigger skates when I was younger because your parents make you, you know, size get up. Got to grow into it. Grow into them. <laughs> but yeah, so that's funny. <laughs> They're definitely smaller now. <laughs> um, seventeen BKS says I had tricks I did in. Hypomanic times, I wouldn't do now. Same with a couple tricks in depressive times. Are there any tricks you did in a different headspace where you look back and think, WTF? That's a good question. Oh, that is a good question. That's a great question. 
and I'm, I can't like think of like a one specific trick, but fuck yes, absolutely, definitely, man. There's definitely times where I'm like, I will. There's like times where I watch footage from back in the day, and I'm like, I don't remember being there that day at all. Hmm. Like it's it's a trip, and like I haven't been like one to do well in my like um like hypo depressed depressive times like it's that's i don't know it's hard for me to do anything in those times but like looking back and these like manic times like fuck yeah man like i there's so many times where i'm just like man i don't like remember like even like really being there and i did that sick Hmm. yeah i like that's a great yes absolutely and i think a lot of people can relate to that and it's great to like that was like the that was a great question yeah 17 bks came through with the the sick question and i i say this many many times and i'll still say it to this day one thing i love about our sport and what we do is that so much shit is documented and stuff that we wouldn't even remember is documented somehow crazy it is dude it's so much of it i Mm -hmm. love it yeah, that's cool to see that. That but. many people that can that are gonna have videos for the rest of their lives that they can show people. Like mm-hmm. I'm te- definitely gonna be showing like my grandkids and you know all these other people for the end of time. That, that show them what what I was doing for twenty seven years of my life. Yeah, people for until like the end of time will be watching fucking Jeff Howard sections. <laughs> You know, it's a real thing, especially with YouTube and the internet and everything like that. And whatever comes after the internet and, you know, 20 years from now, whatever it is, people are going to be watching, you know, the unique videos and like, like, yo, Jeff Howard section is coming up next. Get the popcorn ready. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's, that's just the reality of it. Um, Deep East 0570 says, got a question and it's a simple one. What's your favorite edit slash part? I'm assuming he's going to say, like, personally, I'm assuming. I'm curious about that, too. You had a lot of parts. Um, my rare winter part that I filmed with Carter a couple of years ago. Like, even... It's between that and Too Much Love 2. Those mm. are my two favorite parts. I think I was just, like, so on for, like, such a short amount of time that it just, like... I see it like I, I can like remember that feeling of like being like collecting footage that like in such a short amount of time and it being all footage that I'm happy about like that is it's definitely those two parts too much love too I remember that that was really sick yeah, yeah that was like good skating in that one great video yeah thanks guys um, we have a quick super chat from Brandon Lemaire. He says, could you bring back the cotton candy outfit one more time? <laughs> Go on like a, a Marshall's spree one day if, and try to find yeah, it. I was going to say, <laughs> if you could find me the clothes, fuck it. Why not? <laughs> Rocking a cotton candy outfit, filming some tricks. I think it'd be funny. It probably would fly again today. Like, I mean, you see some of the crazy things Sean's wearing. <laughs> um, no, seriously though, like, in, like specified Sean too. Yeah, well, I because he's so colorful, um, <laughs> more ways than one. 
But yeah, like, uh, yeah, like it would totally like if I was walking around skating in that, like, and especially within in the city, people wouldn't even probably bat an eye. They'd be like, "Oh yeah, sick. That's like some cool new style." Bring it back. Bring it back. Yo, you got you got to come back to New York. Do this diversion rail wearing the cotton candy. Hey, there we go. <laughs> Let's go. We'll film it with the GL. We'll film it with the GL one. <laughs> Damn, that's a good idea. Let's do it. Yeah, that is a good idea. I'm dead ass about that, by the way, too. I would, I, I want to support you coming to New York to do that. Real, I'll fucking buy you a plane ticket, and I'll be at the bottom with a bottle of champagne. Let's go. Let's do it. I'm right, we'll, dead we'll talk, serious. We'll talk about that once your arthritis gets better. We'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk about yeah. this after, because because you know what? After this, uh, for our patrons, I guess we'll we'll watch a uh, 11:31 together, if you don't mind. Yeah. And do a Let's quick do commentary. I had them ready oh, to go. Yeah. For all you no. Patreon, for all you people who support our Patreon, you'll be able to watch some exclusive content of us going through Jeff's sections with him, talking about all these cool stories and stuff like that. So, support our Patreon page if you would like. Link in the description. <laughs> yes, support. Um, this one is more of a statement, but I think it's a good statement. Eric Holmquist says, after moving to Minnesota from Seattle, it was so dope to meet Jeff at Third Layer. Let the world know how sick the skating scene is in Minnesota right now. Oh, dude, yes, yes. I fucking love my crew, and I love the boys here because it's, I mean, so I think I know, I, yes, I know who this is, and I just, like, that day, my wife was like, do you ever see people at the skate park? And I'm like, nah, not really. Like, so, And then that, like, hours later, I go to the skate park, and there's a rollerblader there. Mm-hmm. Um but we have such a huge scene here, man. There's so many different cliques, and there's so many different skate parks. Um, uh, there's just something Minnesota just breeds skaters. Like even the skateboard community and the BMX community and the scooter community, they're huge here. It's so big. Like I can, and they're everybody like is cool with each other. Everybody's nice. Like. Uh, man, it's just like I love seeing anybody out doing any of those sports, and we all have such a huge scene here, and everybody's so welcoming. Like anybody can come to Minnesota and have homies to skate with. Like I know, like that's pretty, pretty much anywhere in the world, but it's it's such a thing here, and you know, Minnesotans, Minnesota nice is a thing, and it's it's true, man. Like we. <laughs> We're all just like a, a bunch of lovey-dovey people that just want to be nice and have a good time. And we want to show you what we're doing. And we want to show you around our city. And we want to show you our friends. And yeah. So Minnesota scene is fucking sick. Cool. Re- represent. Represent. Um, <laughs> we'll take uh, just a couple more. up, oh, But we have a quick super chat from Eric Holmquist. Yep. And he said, don't mean you at third layer. Would you ever consider doing a wizard style edit? Much nope. love, guys. No. Nope. Doesn't right. interest you? <laughs> Why not? Elaborate Call on that. Fas- Call me old fashioned, but okay. That's not Quick. my cup of tea. You're just it's not into it. No, I, I just like the like when I see people like do when they like jump around on like big wheels on rec skates. I'm just like fuck my ankle. Like oh. I just like there's just like no, I'm good. Yo, you <laughs> you, you might get into that during your recovery yeah. when you when you want yeah. to skate really bad. I was doing that. I mean, I I, I kind of like that. I'm into that stuff anyway. Not that I'm good at it, but I'm into it. But 
recovering from my rib injury recently i've been skating my wizard skates more and trying to figure stuff out because i can't jump on ledges and rails and stuff you know i couldn't do it for a while so i'm saying that you mm -hmm. might be in a similar situation you just want to skate want to do something you want to get some kind of movement going and you might start swiveling your feet around i'm just saying oh i i will ride rec blades any day like i love but i'm a distance guy oh really yeah, in distance. Okay. <laughs> distance again. <laughs> I know. We'll, we got like uh, two or th we'll take two or three more questions. Um, let's see. Richard Corley, shout out Richard Corley, mm -hmm. says craziest trick he's ever seen in real life. Did we already get that question? Mm, mm. No, he's no, favorite edit. Okay. Craziest trick I've seen in real life. Whoa. Um... Shit, I don't know. That's a that's asking a lot. <laughs> wow, a lot, huh? I don't know. That's crazy. Like, can you guys think about the craziest trick you've ever seen? I think we talked about this on our first episode. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't. I can't think of it, man. That there's just like I can think of like the worst thing the worst clips i've ever seen the worst, <laughs> the worst? <laughs> what do you mean yeah, the worst not the worst trick but like the worst fall. falls like, okay we won't talk about the worst falls i don't i mean i don't i don't know because uh, some of them could be kind of brutal <laughs> yeah no yeah we won't we won't go there we won't go there but yeah um yeah Damn, i really, know. i you got nothing for him nothing for richie good old, good old richie Corey. What if I told you he was from Staten? Not from, but he lives in Staten Island. What if I told you that? Would you be more inclined to answer his I question? Bring me a slice. <laughs> um, craziest trick I've ever seen. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. You got me stumped. Wow, Richie, oh, we're sorry cover. about this. If oh you, man, I'm blowing it. If I'll send him a down to send me like a DM or something, and then I can <laughs> respond at a later moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Richie, we got you. Don't worry. Um, yeah. We asked this question from uh, Chris Felton. He said, who is your favorite pro skater? I'm just curious. It doesn't have to be pro. I'm like, I would be curious to see who you have your eye on now. Right now? Yeah. Right now? Well, he said, who's your favorite pro skater? So answer that. But I'm just curious and along okay, so that this line. Is, this is no joke. This is, this is all truth. And I have said this before. And I've been saying this for countless 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 years and it has always been billy i ah. I, I swear to fucking god and i've told you that <laughs> yeah you told me and i have been saying uh, that for fucking the moment i seen him skate like i just like had this thing and just like he he's just like i don't know i don't know how you do it ah uh, jeff thank you Blushing. I told you, Blushing. this is nothing new. Nothing new. <laughs> That's uh, funny that you were thanks, so confident Michael. with that, too. It was one of those situations. Yep. <laughs> thanks. That's cool. That's awesome. Uh, I'm blushing, but I think we'll on one more question. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we want a one-time shout-out our, our sponsor, Rollerblade, once again. Blank by um, Rollerblade. Blank by Rollerblade. Sorry about that. Um, Stephen Babcock says, how influential was Vinnie Minton for you? Great question. Oh, okay. He's like number. He, it's like him and Billy. I, I, it's like Vinny was a huge influence, man. I like. He's like the reason I skated Solomon's when I skated Solomon's. Like, yeah. 
fucking Vinny's huge inspiration. He's the one who he I went out to Antioch once and he was able to get me yellow sweatpants. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude, Vinny has always been one of my favorites, man. Always him, like top three favorite skaters were Billy, Vinny, and Murda. Those were like my like, yeah, those were the dudes. Damn, what what a what a class that is. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Was Vinny did Vinny get you into wearing the colored sweatpants or you were just because no, he was no, always into I sweats also. We, we we kind of just found each other. Yeah. It just worked that way. That was natural. It did, yeah. You saw him skating like, damn, I got the same sweatpants. I want to connect with this yeah. guy. I'm going to next plane to Antioch. Yes. <laughs> and I'm going to yes. go try some whips. <laughs> Sick. Um, well, I think this is, you know, we, we have had an episode for a few weeks, but I think this was a really good one. I thoroughly enjoyed to, this one. This was great. And awesome. yeah, like, uh, Jeff, I just want to once again, thank you for opening up and being so transparent with with everything uh that you've that you've said and shared and uh, it was really cool to go on the be unique road as well and like talk about all those stories and those experiences but uh do you have any like uh parting words or shout outs or anything you want to say before we uh cut off um i don't know what do people usually say <laughs> <laughs> there is no usual this is jump street know, you never right? know what's going to happen on jump street yeah, yeah. Um, nah, man, like, I don't know. I think I've kind of said what I needed to say. <laughs> nice. All right, all right. Sponsors? Well, shout out your sponsors. Yeah. Uh, shout out any projects coming up. Oh, yeah. Right, when you, if you heal up. Yeah, like, sure. Shout out my sponsors. <laughs> um, Razors, Crowd Control, Green. Uh, and then um, shout out all my homies. Shout out the, the Minnesota Rollerblade scene. Shout out minnesota um yeah i don't know i guess that's that's it yeah yeah hell yeah jeff this was an absolute pleasure i love yeah. that I love that. I'm sorry to everyone that we took a break for a few weeks, but I love that we came back to talking to you. This is long overdue. We've been talking for yes. probably years by now about getting you on. <laughs> yeah, literally years. And uh people definitely thoroughly enjoy this. And I am serious about you coming to Styrocent when you're ankle is healed yes. and for people that um are part of our patreon we're gonna go film some stuff with jeff for our patreon supporters exclusively if you want to be a part of that and check it out too the link in the youtube description will lead you to our patreon page to help support this channel and ourselves to continue doing these shows and uh yeah thank you everybody for watching jeff you're the man so don't so hang out so don't don't hang uh hang up yet jeff we still gotta do the patreon yeah thing. jeff stay stay on the line but i uh, also i just want to say this before so we could, this could be recorded. I love you, man. I love you too, man. Oh, look at all the love in this, <laughs> this, this, this video right now. Where my heart at? That's my heart. There you go. <laughs> all right, cool. Dude, everyone, Sweet. thanks for watching. We'll see you all in the next episode. Take care. Peace.